Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we have what a G, like, oh wow, this was such a great choice. This really was. This is an awesome, awesome game yeah. today. Yeah, I was really pumped about this because guys, uh, we've got an awesome game, number one, yes. in Assassin's Creed, but we've also got- An amazing uh, guest. Yeah, an amazing guest with a really, really cool point of view and really cool life experience to surround this She's game. unique and hilarious yeah. and awesome. And she was such a delight. Yeah, we are joined by the wonderful Shireen Yunez of uh, of Ethnically Ambiguous. If you've ever listened to that great show, it's a fantastic podcast. Uh, and man, like she, her experience playing Assassin's Creed is not only interesting, but it's just. It's just kind of badass. It's something like you have a person who has a real connection to a game. Yeah. And we don't want to go more into it because as she explains it, he's like, that's where you want to hear. But she is so fantastic to listen to. She's, and this game really connects her with her siblings and everything that yep, you love with She's gaming. great. Her story is great. And, I mean, her gaming knowledge. She's, we found out that she played Counter-Strike. Yes. And she bonded with Keith first, over that. First person to play Counter-Strike. And, first person. And then she went on a tangent about Final Fantasy X and connected with me. Guys, it's like she did her research Guys, on how best to come in and Sh- own this Shireen studio. Shireen was fantastic. Shireen's great. The episode's great. The game's great. You're already listening to it. I don't know why we're pumping you guys up pump about it. Pump you up. We don't pump need... Pump up the jams. Pump them up. Get the pump in. Jesse's just staring at me. Have you been... Have you been listening to Jock Jams? Or have you just been watching the 1996 Chicago Bulls come out of their locker room? So good every single time. This is New Player Has Joined. Distracted. I've been making some films, so I haven't been playing as many games as I'd like. The, the most recent Zelda game has still not gotten on in my hands, but really, um, oh man, I same know, here. I know, and I'm dying I know, to play. I'm dying. My little sister has it. She has a Switch and everything. <laughs> Trying to steal it from her every time I see her, but she's too, she's too quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Zelda was like me and my sisters. That was the first game that we really loved because yeah. we, we, we played the SNES Ocarina or A Link to the Past. Yeah. And that was the first because we had an SNES in in the in the states, and then when we went to Syria, where my parents were from, my cousins had a Atari and a Sega. Okay. So we would play that over there, and then when we come to the states, and we play our last SNES. And Zelda was the first game that we like played all the way through. We were so into it. Oh wow! It was how many like, of you were there? Like you guys all sat around. It was TV? me. It was me and my older sister, and then my little sister came into the picture a couple years later. But it was, but it was mostly me and my older sister. She's a year and a half older than okay, me. Okay, cool. So we grew up pretty close. But yeah, Zelda was just like this like fantasy world, and like we kind of grew up a little bit sheltered, so mm-hmm. we didn't like. I think I, I kind of feel like it was a way for my parents to keep us indoors. <laughs> <laughs> but, I get that. But. Um, but it was it was like uh, and then I remember my dad got us the Super Mario World on SNES oh, and wow. he would play with us sometimes like he was able to do this one level that we could never do until like we were a couple years older yeah. and it was dad just like powers. Da- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was one of those my things. dad could outplay your dad at Super Mario World <laughs> yeah exactly there's that's a that is a great like early childhood video game education to be mm-hmm. stuck with yeah, yeah. That's, that's like those are some of the greatest games you could ever play. Yeah, we got lucky. I don't know how my dad picked those out either because I, I I was too young to know better. I think I was like seven or something. But I knew I liked 
Nintendo yeah. and Atari and yeah. all of those. Um, Did you ever play the original Zelda for NES? Uh, I didn't. Nope. I have not. I, I, I played it on the PC, but never on the NES. Yeah. So yeah. Jesse put up a whole, his. he has a bunch of his NES games back at home, and he oh, took nice. a picture of them, mm-hmm. and I knew what was special because Zelda is the only one that's gold. Yeah, the rest it is. Them are like gray. It looks like chromed yeah. out. Yeah, it looks yeah. super like, funny. You're like, oh, yeah, this is special compared to the rest of them just yeah. by looking at it. Yeah. Well, Zelda was a huge, I mean, the first one, because my oldest brother got Zelda for the NES. Uh, the NES was like really his system. And that was the first game I saw people freak out about. Mm-hmm. Like I saw people play like, Mario and play Mega Man. out the window, yeah. screaming, <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah, fire. people went insane. Zelda's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it started a war. <laughs> it was it's a, it's an evil evil piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I, I remember my dentist asking me how to get certain things in Zelda because he was like, "You play right? Like how do you Whoa. get the blue sword? Right Whoa. in the middle or after? It's like I'm like, not gonna fix your cavity. Let me know. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like he had his tools inside my mouth and he was like, but like the top of the waterfall, right? Like what are you doing? <laughs> Get there. And I was like, I'm seven. So I don't know. Um, yeah, my text tone and my ringtone are still Zelda. When you For... text me, yeah, if you want, if you text me, it's like the like when you like unco- when you like solve a puzzle or like nice, a nice. Room. And then my text tone is just the theme, but it's just like I can't go back. It's been that, it's been that way for forever. I'm not gonna be basic and have like a regular phone <laughs> ringing. I'm basic, Keith. I'm I think basic. everybody's basic. We're all pretty to, basic. You have to buy a new cell phone every year. Let's be real. So we're, we're too white guys talking about video games. Wait, so we're basic. Wait, way too basic. <laughs> and on that note, hey guys, welcome to New Players Join, a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. I love starting off with a little bit of the old Ocarina of Time, a little Link to the Past, little original Zelda, something none that, of which we'll be talking about Something today. that you would like expect to listen to if you're listening to this first time, you're like, I wonder what they're going to talk about. Zelda. Zelda. Yep, yeah, why, not, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be talking about Zelda? Uh, But today, we're joined by a very special guest. Uh, You might know her from Ethnically Ambiguous, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a great podcast that you should definitely check out. But we've got Shireen, Lonnie, and I'm including the middle name because apparently you're going to get rid of your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. I don't know. It's something I'm I'm toying with. All right. But we were joined by Shireen, Lonnie, Eunice, talking about what game today? Assassin's Creed. We Assassin's Creed. Thank, you so, much Thank you so much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so stoked to be here. I mean, I would love to. I mean, I love Assassin's Creed for reasons that are very particular to the first Assassin's Creed game. Yes. It was released in 2007. It was. I was almost done with high school. It was like my last year of high school, and uh, it was the first game that was that I had played anyway. I mean, like, I played Prince of Persia. That was that was supposed to be Persian or whatever, but yeah. it was so, like... It was, uh... it was just, like, dumb. And I actually played... <laughs> I actually played the Prince of Persia on the, the PC... There's a PC years ago. one. Like, yes. Years ago. Yeah. Me and my yes. uncle played. By yeah, Sierra yeah. Development. Yeah. And it was Great. violent and, like, all these, like... I just remember, like... Like you would just die on these spikes all the yeah. time, and like <laughs> in most violent ways. Yeah, just like yeah. of course this Arab Middle Eastern game is like just <laughs> unabashedly violent. Just yeah, like, no shame. Um, but then, but then Assassin's Creed, while it was also like literally called Assassin's Creed, like yeah. it's about killing people. Um, but it was the first game where. They showed the Middle East in a really beautiful way. Like, yeah. Call of Duty would show the Middle East, obviously, would be like, oh, like, the terrorists, and there's, like, Arabic writing on the walls, yeah. and we're going to bomb it, or, like, yeah. whatever. But Assassin's Creed, the first one, it's set in Damascus, and it's set in, like, ancient times. And Damascus is literally the oldest city in the world. It's There's so much history there. My father's from there. And playing the game, they would, like, say... We're gonna go to this neighborhood, like Babtuma, or or uh, we're gonna see the um, the certain like uh, 
the mosque, uh, Omeida Mosque or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just reminded me of being in Syria and it reminded me that like Syria is just a beautiful place that's not scary and and it was it was yeah it was just post 9-11 I just thought that wasn't like something that was happening in video games anymore yeah no it's um, it, it shows yeah. off the beauty of the culture and the yeah religion. how did like, you come across it my little sister actually bought it and my cousin in Syria told me about it and then my little sister told me about it and then my little sister played it before I did um, and then I started playing it, and the, even the lead character. So the lead character, his name is Desmond in like the real world, mm-hmm. but he goes back in time and he becomes um, uh, El Thaed, which in Ar- or El Ta'ir. But El Thaed in Arabic means the the one who can fly, like mm-hmm. the like the, the, the man of flight. And if there's a haystack at the bottom, yeah, exactly. <laughs> leap of faith. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the surname is like Ibn Ahad. Or Ibn Lahad or whatever. So, and, and that means son of no one. And so, I just love that. Like me and my sisters were able to like know what that meant. That's so cool. That's you really know? cool. And like they would say little things in Arabic, and like some of the names were Arabic. And I just felt like the certain kinship to it. And it wasn't trying to demonize it. It wasn't trying to yeah. to make it this evil culture that was like full of killing. It had like so much beauty and like yeah. and uh, respect. And yeah. it, it had this like uh, I, I like the lore as well. There was yeah. definitely like lore about this like this uh, group of assassins. And like the um, what would they call them? The um, the Templars. The Templars, yeah. yeah. And I loved that shit. It was so, <laughs> it was so like, I don't know, like uh, fascinating that yeah. they would take it that that far because it is a very historical city. Yeah. And I kind of bought it. Like for a while, I was like, yeah, this, this is this is possible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is totally cool. Yeah. That's such an interesting perspective on that game because yeah. so many of the people I've talked to who enjoy Assassin's Creed are like, oh, like the the combat's really good and you jump. Oh yeah, really. no, it's it definitely like, is. Yeah. I love the combat. It was so but then the, the gameplay was the so coin. yeah. The gameplay was so fun. I love being able to. Because I don't know if you guys if you guys have played uh, the Batman games. Yeah, yes. Arkham. Yeah, yeah. So so. I feel like the gameplay was a little bit similar to yeah, the definitely. Batman games mm-hmm. because it was like a lot of sneaking up on people mm-hmm. and and you have to like Batman stabs all those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you come up from behind them and you like, choke them out. Like, yeah, and he's trying to steal this ancient artifact yeah. that controls people. Exactly. So I think I like the gameplay in both of those games a lot. And Assassin's Creed, I think was I, I think I played Assassin's Creed before I played the Batman game. So that was the, my first introduction to that kind of gameplay yeah. where it was very like stealth strategy and stealth and. Like it wasn't like, like any RPG where it was like I don't know Final Fantasy or something where it's just like bashing people or like or like Kingdom Hearts. You're or running in a split yeah. screen or something happens or flash yeah, screen. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I really liked Assassin's Creed because it made me feel more in control for whatever reason. It wasn't like I run into someone and there's like oh battle time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about Assassin's Creed that they do very well because um, we. So many Assassin's Creed games have come out at this point, yeah. so people yeah. do have a critique about these games, which is they're all kind of the same at yeah. a certain point. <laughs> which is a good, like, it's a good opinion. We understand it, but something you can't deny is that every single game does such a good job at yeah. representing where they are. Yeah, yeah they absolutely. always they they send people over there to like to design architecture. It's like, beautiful. It, it looks yeah. phenomenal. The architecture is mind boggling, and yeah. I'm a little I'm a little like I'm glad the first one was in Syria but at the same time like if it was if they released the Syria one now I can only imagine what the graphics would be like yeah Yeah. because like (laughs) that was like over a decade ago yeah Yeah. and it was still I still thought it was beautiful but like since then the graphics have exponentially become yeah Yeah. even more amazing and and, I mean I they should just do a reboot of the first one (laughs) (laughs) 
So I, I, but I, I'm biased. I've never actually beaten the first one because I really? fell in love with the first one, and there's a glitch that happened to me where I thought it was just part of the game. Because in the game, you go into this device, and mm-hmm. you go back in time, yeah. and then you're kind of like in this, I don't know, like it's virtual reality kind of. Well, like it's the genetic memory. It is, is but like on, there's, when you're training <laughs> or whatever, like I don't know what that is. Yeah. They bring you through like an engine. Yeah. So I started running, and then I just started falling through the earth. And I start falling through the yeah. earth, and I'm like, ooh, this is What's just, happening what next? twist is this? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still falling. It's been 20 minutes. And oh. every time I'd load up my game, it wouldn't let me progress oh. through the map. Oh, my God. So I was stuck at this one part. And I remember going to GameStop, because for some reason, you go to GameStop, you can be like, you help me, right? You know yeah. everything? And yeah. they're like, no, minimum wage. is like yeah. my gig yeah. or whatever. It's like the genius bar at GameStop. Yeah. Exactly. It's and in quotation marks, like, like hey, the genius hey, bar. Hey, man, this Creed's big right now. Everybody's playing it. Did you fall at the last level at the very end and just keep falling? He's like, no, I hear that happens to some people. You got to buy another one. And I'm like, no, okay. Well, then buy like, another I was one. like, that was it for me. But I remember yeah. just being like stuck on this game because huh. I couldn't like, bel- I couldn't. You have to finish the game one yeah. of these days. I, it's like, I have to go back. I like looked it up because I, I I went on that turn where I was just like Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. 2, Assassin's Creed 3. And then we got to the point where we got to like the Native American. And I was just like, I don't really want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, it's kind of the same this thing. This story is going yeah. to be too sad. <laughs> but I, Because I am also a big sci-fi person. And so I think Assassin's Creed really combined uh, so that like yeah. sci-fi futuristic yep. like mind shit and then <laughs> futuristic mind shit is my favorite genre <laughs> that's like a, that, I feel like that describes a lot of sci-fi yeah but um, and then it combined this this fighting style that I really liked what I also just remember that I think maybe the first game I played like with that stealthy style is this game called Oni mm-hmm. and if you, it's like this Japanese game yep. where this like girl she's like a badass she's like just like trying to figure out her life she's like why am I badass and she figures out later that she was like a spy or some shit but um, <laughs> very point reverse is, order <laughs> well I know you, but like it's the point is I think those games were they made me feel it was like a different kind of gameplay because it, there's like Zelda and then there's uh, Mario and Final Fantasy and all those games but then when it came to Assassin's Creed it felt more like you were in control of that person. You yeah. were like, you had full range of motion. It was like 360, yeah. and and yep. yeah, and I, I just love that game. Did you show your dad the game? Were you like, what do you think about this? With I, I remember I showed him a little bit of it, and we talked about the name of the guy a lot, and we would like, I think at one point I asked him like, did this neighborhood actually was this called this? Because like I was like I was even confused like what was the reality and yeah. what was like the fantasy yeah. world? Because it got confusing because there were some things that were so accurate and there were other things that were just like the Templars and like they want to control the world. <laughs> and I'm like maybe that wasn't in the history books. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think my I think my dad was just like uh, I think whenever there's representation that is it negative, I think a Middle Eastern parent will be like happy about it. Right. And yeah, definitely. Um I was I I'm still kind of really grateful for um that that whole genre of game. Like that that, that they started with Syria and Damascus uh-huh. and that they thought that was like worth like because I think Syria is beautiful. I think Damascus is beautiful, but not everyone knows that and not mm-hmm, everyone right. appreciates that. Right. So the fact the fact that like a big game company did and they like took the an effort to make all this architecture and everything like those are the things that I really appreciate about that game and it, it was like I feel like it was lost on a lot of people but for me I just I can't 
not love that game for that reason. Yeah, because this came out like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. This, I was that's like 17. Not, that's not like now where it's like people are like, we really should be respecting this. No. And like yeah. This is like years ago when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out yeah. and yeah. lots of fucked up things were going and on. And Call of Duty was like, it was just like- Like the game bashing. everybody was yeah. playing. It was just like- Everything it was, was in your face. Shamelessly mean to yeah. Arabs. It was just mean. Kumail Nanjani has a bit about that where he's yeah. just like, oh, I got Call of Duty. And I was like, oh, I'm in my own neighborhood, like <laughs> destroying everything. Yeah, yeah it's not, it's, it's just it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's like really heartbreaking. And so when we played Assassin's Creed, I remember I felt like a really, I felt proud. Did you and your yeah. sister play that together? Oh, she Yeah, a... my little sister played it with me. I yeah. think she started playing it before I did. Then I kind of ca- I ca- I caught up with her. I literally started playing together. Um, it's just nice. I feel like it's fun playing with my sisters. And it was easier when we all lived in my parents' house before yeah. we went to college and right. stuff. It made it easier to play games together. And I, and I think, sadly, that's a big reason why I stopped playing a lot of games was because... I, I like playing games with myself, but for whatever reason, it was just more fun with my yeah. siblings around. It was yeah, like oh, we could trade off, like oh, you can level up this 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 ta- this this turn, and I can just yep. like yeah. So sharing experiences with people are better. Yeah, than yeah. by yourself, it's just bonding. Yeah, and it, and it, it really struck me recently that like keeping up with video games and and still playing them now is a lonely habit. It's <laughs> it can be. It definitely can. It be. can be. Yeah, it yeah. can be. And and. I mean, I'm a filmmaker, and I do my own thing, and so I think when I moved to LA, I had to like really like set my priorities in check, and I was like, because I didn't even have a TV the first two years I was here, yeah. and I didn't play any games at all, and I think I just started to miss them, yeah. and I when we me and my sisters would buy the new Zelda games, we played like everything up until the most recent one, like we played Twilight Princess and mm-hmm. and uh, um, Skyward Sword and stuff, but we would play them in San Diego at my, my parents' house during our breaks. So it was always like this like family thing we would do together. And I like that about it, but for whatever reason, I never, I never became completely comfortable playing it on my own. Not because I wasn't like good, but because it was just lonely. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you start from the place of growing up with them, with yeah. your siblings, yeah. and even with your parents. That's what take normal. that aspect away. Yeah, it becomes because I'll play by myself, I'll, and I'll be like, oh, I want them to see this. Oh, I yeah. want them to. I want to make sure they see this part, or like I want to make sure they are caught up with me or something. Yeah, and I think. I don't even know if they feel the same way, but I, I know that's how I feel. Um, I bet I bet they feel yeah. the same yeah. way. If but, they went through years of playing games with you and sharing those moments <laughs> with you and then you guys talk about those games yeah. after playing it before, it's like, that's really cool because a lot of people don't even get to experience that with their siblings. Yeah. I feel like most people that are gamers, probably their siblings won't be gamers as well with them. Maybe they will with some games, but for the most part, gamers are usually on their own playing certain games like you will say like you get lonely so the moment you can have like siblings or friends that want to yeah. come over and share something with you that's really cool cool and beautiful yeah. that's awesome yeah. no me and my so i have two sisters i'm the middle child and we joke around that we're like all pieces of the triforce yeah <laughs> but that was like since we were very young we always joke about that but um but yeah there's like if we're just better together i think you know yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes total sense yeah do you remember your first impression playing this game? Like the first time you turned it on, what went through your head? I was honestly really skeptical. Okay. And... I mean, that that is very <laughs> legitimate. When they first start talking, you're like, what is this? This is like... Well, very... I was skeptical. I mean, like the sci-fi stuff was cool to me. And then they yeah. were like, oh, they're in Syria. Like, where are they going to... They're going to like... Like diss my culture again. Yep. Like, I can't wait <laughs> yeah. for this game to just like really dig into. Americans me. show up and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, like, what? <laughs> just like stop saying Arabic words. Like I yeah. was so over it. But then the more I played it, the more I was. 
I loved the gameplay. It was so fun. And I felt like a badass. I was like this assassin and I was just like creeping up on people and I felt like more skilled as I went and and it was just a, a game that made me more confident as a game player. I think. Yeah. Because you couldn't play with other people really. Like no. you, yeah. people, people could watch you but it was more just like you you have to be good. You at have to like, pull it off. Yeah exactly. And I liked all the, the the skills you would learn like the leap of faith was really cool to me. Oh yeah. And um <laughs> There were a couple other ones, but that was the one that stood out to me the most. Just like this, like just like jumping off of an edge, just like just, swooping down. <laughs> There's a big haystack exactly. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. That mechanic has become so iconic. Really, it really has. Yeah, it's huge, and it's the weird. Like, it's very uh, easy to make fun of, and it's one of those things that that almost feels like an '80s action movie, which really is like, is, thank yeah. God that truck was driving by <laughs> with all that just leaves in it. <laughs> But it's so fun it's every really time. Fun. People really people thought the most rewarding part was going and jumping off. But really, my rewarding part was like finding nuns and like walking with them <laughs> yeah. and being like, "You can't tell That's it's me." Hilarious. Yeah. I love that aspect of it. And that was more, I think, in the second one. Was it in the second one when they were in Italy? Wasn't that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so and much. And it was of just it. like rocking. That was just hilarious. Like those little things that are supposed to be so cheesy, I find so endearing and hilarious. I just can't hate that game for it. No, it's too much yeah. fun. It's so fun. And there's a funny mechanic of when you're trying to jump up you accidentally might just totally jump off the building completely yeah. like yeah. if you're just yeah. angled the wrong way just a yeah. little bit like you'll just jump off randomly yeah, yeah it's a it's it's a game that comes with a high degree of feeling like a badass but then if you make one mistake it's a high degree of being like oh. just some dude who jumped off a roof and is just like sorry everybody sorry in this busy town square sorry can we just yeah. gonna climb this again can we talk about there's this weird moment I don't feel like they ever talk about it every time he the assassin kills somebody yeah. they have a moment where they have like a discussion and talk where are they? What's going on? Yes. Yeah. They're like in heaven or something, and they break away for two seconds. They're not in reality. Never it's like addressed. Their it's consciousness, never... like, are yeah. talking to each other, and you're just like, you're a dick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, goodbye. That, and like, that's that, all. Like, <laughs> that was a little strange. I think, I think I just, like, accepted it as part of that world, but it, or, like, that lore. Like, maybe, like, go stick around and, like, tell you how they feel. <laughs> I get that. I get like, that. This is just but how it's it in works. every Assassin's Creed game yeah. where as soon as they stab you, it's like, we need to. To talk to this person. Yeah, yeah. closure. We, we really need to unpack what just happened here. <laughs> but you know, that's that's very different from other games where you just kill people like like easily and yeah. and they're gone. Like maybe they're just trying to show you the <laughs> value of a human impact. life. Yeah, and, there's, and they and they want to talk to you about it, and it really hurts them that they're dead. <laughs> you know? That would be the way more interesting mechanic is having to sit down and have a conversation with like. Hey, listen, I get that I was a bad person, but, I mean, you just committed murder. <laughs> yeah. And we need to talk How about the moral gray area. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Let's emotionally unpack what's going on here. Do you feel good about your choice? Do you feel bad about your choice? Like, do you have a family? Yeah. How does this impact them? Can you imagine if that was, like, every war game? Like, everyone just, like, came up to you and they were, after you killed them, they were just yeah. like, we have to talk about our feelings. <laughs> there was, uh, there's a mechanic in the third uh, Metal Gear in, in Snake Eater where there's a boss called oh, it's not the end I forget what he's called but he's basically just a ghost mm-hmm. also never really addressed but it's Hideo Kojima so everybody just lets it slide yeah um, and all you're doing when you get to this boss is you're walking through a river and you're just walking after him but you can only take damage if the ghost of somebody you've killed in the game makes physical contact with you and if you kill nobody in the game you just walk peacefully through a river and the more people you kill 
the more ghosts Whoa. come at you and the harder the boss is. See, I was just envisioning Hideo explaining this to all his developers. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> they're like, we'll do whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. You're I don't know what you're talking about. That's a, that's a really, I, that's really cool. I, I like that. More games should explain. And then like, if Call of Duty, like you were saying. Oh it's my just, God. That would be absurd. <laughs> that game would be 1,800 hours long. Yeah. And it would just be everybody going, you get that I also have a reason to shoot at you. Yeah, right? I have a family. I have feelings. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. Guys, we are taking geopolitical uh, yeah. warfare, like, we're taking it really seriously well, in this game. Can I bring something up? Um, yeah. Something that, because I had a lot of buddies that went to Iraq and went to Afghanistan and they served, and the game that they all play is Call of Duty. Right. And something that they encourage you when you're over there is to play video games. And you're not really? allowed to play, like you're not RPGs. allowed to watch, like, romantic movies or anything. Like, they encourage you to, like, be as, br- be macho as, as macho as possible. As possible. Yeah. So when they come home, like, they're playing Call of Duty, so a lot of friends I had that were in the military, we'd all play Call of Duty together, and I don't think, it was like a weird, like, something about playing the first-person shooter for some reason. It wasn't Halo, it wasn't any of these things, because I don't like Call of Duty in general. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's that point where you have, like, attachments with certain games, which, like, I remember playing this with certain people. Yeah, it's like, like sentimental value. Yeah, like, yeah. that's all it is, but never walking away being like, man, that game really was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He like really nailed everything. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like this is a bizarre, fucked up version of like military. Yeah, you know? like they get to. Well, I think that's why I, it kind of always rubbed me the wrong way, only because it was like the subliminal messaging to to the yeah. players, like that the Middle East is like this like desert rubble, like yeah. just wasteland. And I mean, sure, there are parts of the Middle East that are desert, but it's a beautiful place, yeah. and it's and it's not. I don't like the way that they depicted it, even if it was subconsciously. Like, because right. you you'll have like a white guy playing it that knows nothing about that culture, right? Which is fa- fair because I probably know nothing about his culture. But what what I'm saying is when you when you introduce that culture in such a way, it's never going to be a positive a positive outcome. <laughs> like, yeah, right. never, You're not going to show yeah. a war-torn nation and be yeah. like, and now let's look at the values, their culture, their history. And yeah, like, or like if he meets an Arab after that for the first time or something, like what are the repercussions of that? Yeah. So it's like, those are the issues I have with that game, which is not even, I mean, and, and, I, and I think it's a very conscious thing that the developers did. Yeah. And it's a very unconscious uh result of that for as far as the players are concerned because it's not like they're actually being like fuck arabs and whatever right. there's it's, not, it's just it's more internal than that it it sucks because the first call of duty was so awesome mm-hmm. and i will defend that game so much because yeah. it was basically band of brothers the video game mm-hmm. so it told like a story and it was a lot about camaraderie and like doing the right thing that's dope and yeah. it's cool yeah. and then they were like Let's go to the middle east and <laughs> drop nukes and People we're like, like whoa what yeah. like, they like war and it's yeah. like that's not Actually, what people like. No. Like, no, you I, don't need to show like, I played CS in high school. Like, I, I understand the appeal of being, like, like <laughs> shooting, and, like, I understand that. First person. Yeah. First person to say they played Counter Strike. First person. First person. First person. First person to say okay. Continue. I mean, I, I preferred CS to to WoW. I'll just say that. But she played WoW too. She but, played WoW I mean, too. She, she played Counter Strike CS. CS. So she scores not points. C- so CS Source CS one point six. What Source like like the, 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 yeah. But but my I didn't play it for long enough. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I so I understand the appeal of those kinds of games. Yeah. I think they're they're fun. They're especially fun. With other people, because it yeah. was like you're playing with your friends. You're like, ah, oh, headshot, and you're like, oh, fuck you. And like, like I'm in a ghillie suit. I have a sniper rifle. Like, yeah. you get to get gear it's or whatever. Fun. Right. It's Mechanics fun. are enjoyable. Yeah, and so I understand the appeal. I just, as far as Call of Duty is concerned, I'll, I'll, the, the whole franchise really just rubbed me the wrong way once they decided to, to fuck with the Middle East. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. There's, I mean, 
you know, American media has a, a history of, of doing that yeah. to different cultures. I mean, I like how we have to tiptoe around this when everybody's just like, God, we want to scream that we know. Guys, yeah. listen, Rocky Forest portrayal of Russians is hilarious, and we let them get away with it because Russians are mostly white. So that's why we let that shit happen. Yeah. But, like, watch True Lies and then try to tell me it's not like, Oh god, this and, is not okay. And then, yeah, well, yeah. Also, in the there's a, there's a scene in Call of Duty where at an airport you start shooting people. Oh god, like, what? Like yeah. what the fuck? Oh, like so, if you are being offended by us being like fuck Call of Duty, it's like really come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, really, I'm not trying to offend anyone that loves Call of Duty. I'm more I'm asking you to really analyze the subliminal messaging yeah. behind the it. undertones ask, of what's like, going because, on. Ask why? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why is this happening? Yeah. Why am I watching this? And like try to see it from an Arab's point of view as far as like seeing your language on all these buildings or yeah. like just like people that look like me you're like, yeah. <laughs> like come on man it's like it's messed up I, yeah. I, just, I still that, have family in the Middle the East that's the best too. way to put it yeah. honestly is like envision a game where you Brian die over and yeah. over and over yeah, again Brian, you'd be like I don't want this game to, you, to be Brian. made you know, you every know Brian what your there. last name is we're talking <laughs> right, right, right to, to you Brian Brian Anderson Brian Johnson Brian Smith Smith? Yeah. Always Smith. It's always Smith. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think I just, I I like when people are able to to really understand that it's not just about gameplay, it's not just about whatever, but especially now, there are so many things that are underneath all of that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot out there now, and, uh, and Keith and I talk about this a lot, that there are certain games that have begun to explore uh, themes and motifs that are really important to us. Yeah. Uh, games, like I'm playing a game called Celeste right now, and yep. it's, a, it's a platforming. Thing. Everybody's uh, playing right now. Yep, everybody's playing Celeste right now because it just came out. <laughs> but at its core... It's about uh, dealing with depression and anxiety disorders, Whoa. and yeah, and it, it's that's becoming a main theme in a lot of indie games yeah. right now. Is to the world, yeah, <laughs> is people who are exploring. They're probably uh, catching on to what, what the you know like the mainstream audience needs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, anxiety disorders, <sighs> heavy zeitgeist. Right? Yeah, exactly. they are in the news. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's this medium is an art form and just like any other kind of art, yeah. you use it to explore something more meaningful than just point and click and shoot. Mm-hmm. And all of my favorite games are games that that take on subject matters that are big and important. Yeah, and they're and, cinematic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's what I really appreciate, even about like, well, this is kind of nerdy, I guess, but whatever. I'm on a video. Game I mean, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, know where you well, are. Like, like Final Fantasy X. I was oh, just gonna bring that up. Yeah. That's that. So oh, that game is here we so go. here we go. It's so cinematic. <laughs> it's almost like a movie, and it, and there's even like shots where it's like. You forget that it's a video game. And it's like, oh, the yeah. camera angle or like whatever. Yeah. But what did like, you like no. about that game? Well, I think the story is beautiful. Why? It's heartbreaking. Oof. Well, it's it's the romance or like the no, over the whole story, the whole thing, the yeah. whole thing. Because I'm also like a sci-fi person, so yeah. I think for me the sci-fi element and the the time lapse and I don't want to yeah. give too much away, but like it's so good. And I think the the bad the the villain mm-hmm. is terrifying like this yeah. like just this beast thing like this like what did they even what was his name Guado. Guados. well he was half Guado, but his name was Seymour yeah yeah so so that was like uh, because his his mother was human but his Jesse, father Jesus was just Christ Guado. we will talk about this game in the future <laughs> but but Final Fantasy the whole franchise I think is beautiful like 7 is great and and uh, I think it's I mean but 10 just brought it to another level as far as like the depth of the characters right. 
And it was really just like a cinematic experience. And, the, and, and go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I, uh, the first time Yuna sends people. Yeah. That cinematic, that, that yeah. like little movie in the middle is just like, oh, this is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And not only is it gorgeous, but that, that little scene, I was like, oh, this is emotionally impacting. Yeah. Like people watch I that. I cried at that, that game. Yes. I cried so hard. Thank you. <laughs> Me and my sisters all just like bawled at the, at the end of Final Fantasy X. And it, was, it wasn't because of the romance. Like I don't even, no. it wasn't that I wanted, like it's not about that per se, but it's just like you get, you grow with these characters so much and and then you believe this world because it's done so well and it's so detailed and and I again like I can't think of a better word than cinematic, but they really brought it up to a different level. It wasn't just like gameplay no. and like battling or whatever, but it was just the story that was built through beautiful little pieces of, of video and and I don't it's just it was beautiful. I I love that game. And the music, oh the music was so beautiful. <laughs> I we still when Keith and I write, uh we sometimes put on Final Fantasy 7, 8 and 10 uh orchestral music. Yeah, those, those are the, probably the best music. Yeah. The musics. The best soundtracks of the Final Fantasy games. I think 10 and 8 and 7. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We got a I lot don't know, guys. About. Rocket League was pretty great. You're a car, <laughs> you hit soccer balls. What do we need? Hey, you guys played Mega Man? That's a fun game. Uh, you're saying all the right games. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're saying all the right games. Which Mega, Mega Man? Man? Mega Man X. I, mean, I think seven was the last one I played. Really? But, yeah. Then and then I think I played all, most of them until seven. Listen, I can still to this day beat Mega Man two zero. in under an hour. You had a big crush on what? Zero. Oh, that's was, the best. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like. Shireen, we're going to jump into our first game. Oh, it's no. called How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game, Assassin's Creed. Oh, no. And listen, I'm, listen, I'm not worried about you, you because you, I think okay. you've already settled so many. Okay. You're good. Well, I don't like, this is making me nervous. <laughs> just, just so you know, there's these aren't all about Assassin's Creed. There may be a few okay. Keith, I don't know what you're talking about. They're definitely all going to be right. about Assassin's Sorry, Creed. Sorry, there's definitely no. Okay, there are definitely okay, okay, okay. Nothing no, at all. That, comedic relief whatsoever. Okay, lightning rounds, you have three seconds to answer your question. Ready? Set, go. Question one. In what year do the events of Assassin's Creed take place? <laughs> 1100. I, don't, I mean, you're in the right century. 1191. Oh, yay! Yeah, yeah, that's great. Question two. What is the name of the machine that allows your player to view oh, the genetic... Yeah, damn! damn. <laughs> Question three. Tom Hanks gained how much weight to prepare for his role in A League of Their Own? 20 pounds. 30, 30 pounds. pounds. Uh, very close. Close Question up, four. Up. The secret order of assassins in Assassin's Creed was Templars. based on no. what real group <laughs> that existed during the Crusades? Oh, shit. The, uh, no. The Tur- Nope. I don't know. The Ottomans. Uh, the Turks. The, the, the... I don't know. I had to look this one up real hard. The Hashishan sect. I did not... Hashishan sect? Hashish means grass or weed. I... <laughs> Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but that's what I meant. No, 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 but that's funny. Maybe they are called that. Question, question five. Know. In 1972, Eva Knievel jumped over what? 
the Eiffel Tower. One hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking impressive. Yeah, okay. Without a motorbike, without he a motorbike, he just jumped, the box. and then he was immediately <laughs> drafted by the Pistons. No, he uh, Evil Knievel, nineteen seventy-two, jumped over one hundred snakes and two vans. This is a real real fact. facts. <laughs> wow. Why That's a career? Why two vans and why hundred? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Question six: The assassins and Templars fight over an ancient artifact that can control people's mind. What is the name of the artifact? I should know this. <laughs> I think I forgot this one thing. Can you give me a hint? It's an apple. I know. What is it called? Oh, sometimes. <laughs> Look, that's some, the, the game. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in the game they don't call it an apple. They have um. It's a it's it's a biblical reference. The apple of Eden. 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 Apple of Eden. <laughs> apple of Eden. I wanted to say the paradise apple, but I, I wasn't right. I mean, I that's right. very close. Yeah. Question seven. What's the name of that NSYNC member nobody knows? Joy Fatone. No. no. We all know Joe. Chris. Chris. Yes. Chris. Chris Kirkpatrick. Nobody knows who that is. That's the so. best. Question eight. What's eight times seven? It's 42. <laughs> 56. 56. <laughs> oh my, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Damn it. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> Question nine. Your character Desmond Miles is employed as what before taking by the uh, Abstergo Industries? He's employed as... What, like a, I thought he was just a test subject. Or no, he wasn't. Before that, he says, before I'm that? just a what? Tons um, of guys in their 30s are this. I'm just... Just a tech guy, delivery guy. <laughs> He's a, a bartender. bartender. He's a lift driver. Would make more sense. Yeah. Question ten: What is the name of the Abstergo agent who oversees your experience in Ooh, Animus? What's her name? Uh, oh, his name. His name. Yeah, the doctor's in charge. Oh, the doctor. Oh shit, I forgot. Again, I haven't played this game in a long time. Okay, uh, I should have done my research. I forgot. His name is Warren Vidic. Vidic. Warren Vidic. Question eleven: How many men has it taken to screw in a light bulb? Five. Sorry, the correct answer is, I don't like this question. A light bulb murdered my father. It's real. Jesse's father's dead of a light bulb. Terrible, terrible thing. terrible very sorry thing. for your loss. Thank you. Question 12. Who voiced the character of Lucy Stillman in the first Assassin's Creed? I don't know. Megan Fox. Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Right? She's actually great at voice actress. She is. She's a great voice actress. I mean, I saw Zootopia. Yeah. She's a fucking killer. Yeah. Good for her. Question 13. Final question. Shouldn't it be called a built and not a building? I don't want to give the respect to this question. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Is this segment done I'm yet? I'm mad that I got eight times seven wrong. <laughs> I went to college, everybody. Um, keep your keep your timetables in check. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Uh, nine times six. Nine times six is six times six is thirty-six. Nine times six <laughs> is. Um, it's hard. I didn't even. I just asked one to see, and I don't. Is 56? plus thirty six. Fifty four. Fifty four. Right. Fifty four. Fifty four. Well, guys, multiplication is useless. Yeah. They are useless. This has been. How well do you know your favorite video game? Assassin's I, Creed. I didn't do so well. You did, no, well. You did well. No, you you concentrate too much. I got the much. apple wrong. You couldn't remember the apple of Eden. Like fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the main point of the whole game. Nobody does well on this. God, I'm like sweating. <laughs> That's that's the issue. That's why you missed 56 is because you're so like, just, I missed the apple question, like, son of a bitch. There's just sweat everywhere. But um, no, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> now that's over, it's fun. You did great. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's supposed to do well on it. It's trivia-based and it's very silly.
No, that was fun. Evil Knievel, that's a, that's an interesting job. Two vans and a hundred snakes. So we went and that's we looked it job. all up, and it was like 13 vans, 13 vans, 13 vans, 100 snakes and two vans. Were the you gotta vans, throw a van in there, <laughs> Were the snakes in the vans? I don't Originally, know. Originally, Was it a van, a hundred snakes, and then another van? Huh. Like, I want to know the logistics Hometown of that. Butte, Montana. I know that because- Butte, Montana? Butte, Montana used to be the Butte. richest uh, city in America in the 1920s. Butte. Butte, Montana. It's a Butte, and now people call T-T-E? Yep. B-U-T-T-E. Now call people, now they're called butt probably. Yeah, yep. that's the joke everybody makes out of it. Yeah, and they don't get away from it. You used it. to be a butt and now you're a butt. <laughs> oh, man. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, very fun. God. Oh, uh, man. Do you want to jump into the next game? Y'all are fun. Shoot. Oh, you're fun. You're fun. <laughs> you're fun. Well, fun. thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You're talking about Counter-Strike and Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 10. I know. Literally Counter-Strike. Have picked two better games to reach each of us. Jeez Louise. Yeah. yeah that, was, that, that takes me back. It takes me back. I want to... Um, who, are playing, who are you playing Counter-Strike with? Just some nerdy high school kids. Like I was, I was a nerdy high school kid, and I had, nerd, I had a lot of nerdy high school boy... For, like, yeah, because that's friends. such a boy game. It was I I had, I was a big tomboy, and I'm still. I mean, I'm wearing a. She's wearing a backwards like, hat, Zelda <laughs> shirt. She's very like cool. She got tattoos. My style, my style is very like twelve year old boy. <laughs> no lot tattoos. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> a lot but of twelve like, year old boys getting inked up these days. <laughs> but like in in high school, even I mean, I was just a tomboy growing up, and me and my sisters both had a lot of guy friends because I think we were into video games, right? And we would play like Smash together, or like yeah. would like dumb shit like that. We, we were also like not very. We weren't like popular, so it's not like we drank or anything. We were just like play. We go to each other's houses and play video games. So far, you've described me and me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was a big part of our, our our youth, and I think when we were in high school, that was like the first wave of like WoW and CS, and those yeah. that, those were the first like yeah. like multiplayer online games See, that I, came about. I was playing so. Counter Strike, and then I'm like, where did the clan go? Why is yeah. everybody gone? It's like oh, everybody moved over to WoW. I'm yeah. like, yeah. everybody's playing WoW. Like why? Yeah. Like so many of my friends played WoW. Yeah, I, I would. Just, I fell I tried, on that kick. I tried, and I was I played for a while, but I just I never there was something about it. I just I reverted back to like Final Fantasy and stuff. I just yeah. I enjoyed that more. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. You win. We're <laughs> <laughs> so gonna jump into our next game. Oh, yeah, there's another wanna... one. Okay. Well, God, there's so many games. There's so this many one, games. we're not gonna ask you any questions. Yeah. Okay. We're just gonna we're spitballing as a team because it's time for a game that we wrote specifically for this. It's time for Assassin's Creed. This. Okay. So we're going to give you a bunch of scenarios, and we're going to riff on how would that be an Assassin's Creed yeah. scenario okay. situation? <laughs> One of the things that makes Assassin's Creed, like we've talked about, so special is that they take legitimate times in history, yeah. legitimate historical spots, and they're like, all right, let's build a game around this, mm-hmm. around Damascus, around uh, around now, the, whatever, was Egypt. Yeah. 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 So we're going to, to talk about some uh, some historical <laughs> moments and see if we can turn them into Assassin's Creed games. Okay, let's go. First one, the Great Depression. <laughs> okay, right into it. Do, do you want to give your, 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 the one you wrote down? Oh, yeah. For t- well, for... I said you had to uh, find the tallest building in a Hooverville, <laughs> and then you had to jump off into a pile of dust because hay doesn't grow anymore in the Dust Bowl. Yeah. And that's how you uh, like get a whole lay of the Just land. want to point out, uh, jumping off a building was very big in the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a joke you were making. That's, so... <laughs> that's a, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know... It, Assassin's Creed The Great Depression starts on Black Tuesday. 
Is that is that the name of it? Did I get that right? It's not called like, a leap of faith. It's just called a. Uh, it's just called a leap. It's called jumping. It's just called jumping. It's just it's called, called stocks are plummeting, yeah. and so are you. Yep. I, I envision instead of just like uh, they give you that wrist knife, it's just a Tommy gun. Yeah. It's like that's <laughs> all it is. It's like you have to just mow people down and go to banks. And like it has nothing to do with assassinate people anymore. Yeah. Whoever's giving them, it's just like go back and steal me tons of money. <laughs> you have to blend in with a crowd full of people who are in the middle of a bank run, being like, "Where's my savings?" You're just like, "Nope, I'm one of you." Yeah, I'm wearing a suit and a fedora. Yeah. I could be employed. Sandwich sign. <laughs> All right. Okay. Assassin's Creed, the historical moment of Babe Ruth calling his own shots. <laughs> okay. Well, I may play video games, but I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> Do you know what we mean by Babe Ruth calls a shot? No, I don't. So Babe Ruth was in the 1930s, like the 40s. Yeah, he was the Red Sox and then he was the Yankees. He's like the big, fat, boisterous baseball player who could just point and he could hit a home run. He's pointing to where he's going to hit the home run. And he could do it? He would do do it. He famously did that. He pointed right at the center field with his bat and then the pitch came in and he hit it right at the center field. It was was that old timey thing where it's like the fat guy's a strong guy. Okay, so how how can we Assassin's Creed this? Maybe it like... My, he, he points and like he he kills someone when he hits the ball. <laughs> he hits the ball yeah. right he's in somebody's He's pointing head. at the person he's going to assassinate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just like, well, you're up. And yeah. then after they kill him, they're transported to that other world. And they're the guy, like, he's like holding the guy, and the guy's like, I cannot believe you did that. He's like, like, I told you I would. Yeah. I pointed right at you. You should have gotten right out of the way. Yeah. Wait, are they taking out Babe Ruth? Because I assume it'd be hilarious if they just made Babe Ruth the assassin, the assassin target. Or? Yeah. Well, because he got to the point where he got so big that he wouldn't even go on base to run all the way completely around. He'd yeah. literally just touch the first base and somebody else would come out for yeah, him. Yeah, they would so for him. So I envision he'd be like, go kill that guy for me. <laughs> like, come back. <laughs> like, That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I'm picturing that the White Sox surround him with baseball bats, but they all just hover and take their turn. They don't want to rush them. It's like, you get him, and then when, once he's done kicking your ass, I'll come in and like, counterattack them. That's funny. Okay, next one. Okay. The iPhone is unveiled. <laughs> the iPhone is unveiled. And you blend into the crowd with standing outside the Apple store. Yes. Yeah. And what are you wearing? Uh, a hoodie. A tur- <laughs> <laughs> I, everyone has a turtleneck like Steve Jobs. Yeah, tur- Every- black turtleneck. Back but turtleneck. like sneakers. 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 No belt. No, no belt. belt. No belt. Never a belt. Never a belt. <laughs> to quote Bill Burr, like it wasn't even a big deal. <laughs> uh, mine was that you had to climb all the way to the top of Always Steve to Jobs' to ego. Before you could jump down into a, a, a stack of um, like headphones that you're going to lose very easily. <laughs> you can make so much. That would be a cushiony fall, really. A yeah. big, big stack of or pile of headphones. Yeah. Because it's mostly just wire. It kind of has a bounce to it. Yeah. yeah. I assume nobody would be assassinated. They're just trying to like screw up the projector. Yeah. To make it look mm-hmm. bad. Like nothing. Well, all of the death comes overseas in the slave factory. Right. But the game doesn't right. like to talk about that. <laughs> the game keeps that part out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Think about in your iPhones. Okay, guys. <laughs> Second to last one. The moon landing. Assassin's Creed, the, the moon, moon landing. landing. The How do you Assassin's Creed, the moon landing? Where are you going to jump? <laughs> A very Where slow you, Maybe descent. you jump from the, the moon to Earth. <laughs> all the way down. You only synchronize once. Yeah. And the big haystack is just like the, the state of Kansas. Buzz, Aldr- <laughs> Buzz Aldrin's yeah. the one that gives you like the cool gadgets. He's like the cool yeah. side character you yeah. have to go meet between missions and stuff to yeah. get stuff. Or like, you know, like in Gravity when like Sandra Bullock is like talking to herself to George mm-hmm. Clooney. It's like kind of like that. Or it's like you, you're like, in, it's in your head at all times. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Last one. Last one. Last one. Let us Assassin's Creed 
quote the whole Pablo Escobar thing. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Um, How do we do that? Well, here's the thing that I was thinking is that this one basically already is Assassin's yeah, Creed. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. Yeah. You're already a dude who's just killing leaders of different groups right. all to get this thing that makes people feel super powerful. Yeah. So <laughs> if somebody sent me back and they're like, you're going to be Pablo Escobar, I'd be like, how do I not come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should make an Assassin's Creed game where you're Pablo Escobar. Yeah, they should. That's, it would that's be, actually pretty perfect. It would be fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Ride this zebra to kill this cartel leader. <laughs> yeah. I I'd imagine like you'd only do a mission every like five hours and rest of it's just like smoke weed, sex. Yeah. Smoke weed, smoke weed sex. cheat on your wife. Smoke weed, cheat on your wife. Yeah. You are now pa- Pablo Escobar. Oh Kill man. all of the people. Congratulations. You are a senator. This has been Assassin's Creed This. Nice. Assassin's yeah. Creed This. We didn't this. do the movie Creed. We didn't Assassin's oh. Creed, Creed the movie. Well, Creed. I haven't seen that movie, so that's probably better for me. I haven't yeah. seen it either. I just know it's about boxing. It's good. Right? Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's, a big good. it's good. It's Michael B. Jordan, and he's, he plays Adonis oh, Creed. He's good. Yeah, have, have you guys seen The Wire? Did you yeah, guys, have you guys seen? Actually, I've Tiny never Mike, seen The Wire. I Michael B. Jordan, when he first was like a yeah. preteen, like acting, and now seeing who he is now, this like built buff, like yeah. like leading man. Have you hey, seen now. Black Panther? It's impressive. I have not seen it yet. I will see it soon. Listen, he takes off his shirt in Black Panther, and I was like, well. <laughs> For me too, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're able to appreciate it. But... It's like, son of a bitch that dude is built. Yeah, I need to see that. It's on my list, top of the list. Okay, so we're going to jump to our next our next segment, okay. our next thing. Last, we ask the same We ask the same final five, five questions. questions to everybody. Okay. And, and they're all original. The, the last one one's of them. definitely not taken from James Lipton in the Actors Studio. We he didn't steal that one. We didn't Stop steal it. Bucking you are just, you don't know we're not going to James. We're not going to respond. We're not. Okay, so first one. <laughs> first one. If you could be any video game character, okay, oh who would God. you be and why? Well, this is tough. Yeah, yeah. this question, this is where we mean business. This is... Any video game character. Oh, yeah. I might be Sheik from yeah. Zelda. Yeah. Because she's a badass. So That's Zelda. Very fair. Zelda. Right. No, yeah, Zelda, but I want to, but I want to be the... The, the non-curly version, yeah, version yeah, yeah. of Zelda. Because uh, she was dope. That was the first thing I thought of. I remember I liked Tifa a lot, but she's kind of boring in Final Fantasy VII. But... Way more Ares in that game. Yeah. I have, yeah. sorry, my thing is that Ares is the protagonist of Final Fantasy I'm just, VII. I was never into like a, a girly character, though. I remember watching, I remember playing Ocarina of Time and when Sheik showed up and then being like, that's Zelda. And then I'm like, why am I not you? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I was exactly. thinking. I was like, you look so much Maybe, more badass than I yeah. do. I'm going to go with Sheik. I'm, I'm blue. It's a good answer. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, because she's a badass. She's like, she saves she's ass. She's awesome. And she's like, Skilled and and like whatever, then she becomes a princess again. It's just like boring. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in government now. She has to rule. She has to... Yeah. Question two. Oh if wait, you... no. Oh. Who's who's Sheik's? What's what's her name in Skyward Sword? The um the last of the tribe. Oh my god, what's her name? No oh, idea. Oh my idea. god, the last. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll go with Sheik. We'll go with Sheik. Okay. <laughs> Second choice, Sheik. Yeah. Question two. If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? And I think I, I know think the answer. All, yeah. I think I know all, the answer. Let's get, rid of, let's get rid of Call of Duty Modern Warfare or whatever the fuck it's called. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Not the first person to say that. Not the last person to say that. <laughs> uh, I wonder if there's like another un- like an unpredictable uh, answer to that question. I don't know. I don't know if there's a game I hate it. Maybe Duck Hunter? Oh, some, what, what, <laughs> no, 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 we, Joe DeRosa came in and said Final Fantasy. Yeah. <gasps> and we were like- Any Final Fantasy? 
all this you whole series. Get rid of the whole series. Sad. I know. <laughs> all those stories gone. Sad. Ugh. Uh, question Jordan three. Jordan Rosa said mm-hmm. that? Yeah. What a prick. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like Jordan. Uh, question three. If you were to make up a video game title for your life, oh, what no. would it be? Uh... Don't worry, I meant to fall on purpose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a walking simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's really just, uh, all, you just level up how well you can play off. Like, you trip and catch yourself and you do like two steps for running. You're like, oh, just in a hurry for <laughs> yeah, a second. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, there was one time I was I was working in an office a couple years ago and literally someone was like, oh, it's you again. And I was like, have we met? And they said, no, but I saw I ran into a door earlier. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this is my life. Yep, this is this is cool. Yeah. Oh, I saw you run into a door earlier. <laughs> it's like that's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just, that, that's that's a video game. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like my life. meeting a celebrity and just naming the most embarrassing yeah. thing that happened to them. Yeah, it's like, it's like I feel like my life is like a video game when, when, when it glitches. You know, when you like when you walk into when a wall. When you fall for twenty minutes. Oh, yeah, down exactly. This sounds like, like the sequel to Mirror's Edge. Do you guys know that game? I do know I that game. It sounds like the yeah. sequel to Mirror's Edge, where you just basically parkour. So it would make way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Low-level parkour, and then you get away with it with social grace. Exactly. Yeah. I'm into it. Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Oh, man. Maybe, like... I'm think- I- The first thing I thought of was just, like, playing the ocarina and, like, being able to, like, transport anywhere. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, a video game life. It's like, oh, that's, like, Zelda life. But, uh... Video game it. life... I don't know, maybe being able to, like, save, uh, have a save point and be like, everything up until now is safe. And I can, oh, like, that's explore good. still and, Nobody like, said experiment. That one yet. No. And then, yeah. Save points. Save points. Save points. Not war points. We get war points a lot. But yeah, save but points. save points save is good. Points. Because they... then cause then you have, like, uh, security. Yeah. You know? And then you can, like, experiment a little bit. Oh, I, I messed up. I shouldn't have gotten that tattoo. And then you can, like, watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we should get a divorce. Really? Mm, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the save point. That's the save point. Hold on. Let me reload. Let me reload. <laughs> yeah. We should stay together for kids. I made a terrible choice. Exactly. Good answer. Very good answer. Thanks. Question five. And again, you know, completely original, not stolen from any James Lipton show. Certainly okay, not copy that. I'm, I'm not going to ever quote that again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, James Lipton. Uh, yeah, the worst. Um, the so, only Lipton I have respect for is the tea. So. Question five. If Damn heaven right. exists. And the soup mix sometimes. If heaven exists. They have soup? I think so. I don't if know. heaven exists. Sorry, fine. sorry. It, it doesn't. But if it, it doesn't. Did. But if it did. <laughs> if it did. What would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I didn't think you'd make it here. <laughs> Which is so scary. I had my mean... doubts. <laughs> it's scary for a few reasons. <laughs> God thinks. Yeah. Doesn't know. God has he no thinks. certainty. This, this, God this omnipotent being is like, I'm in control of nothing. Yeah, but he's uh, maybe like, I had my doubts. Or I don't know why he's talking like Morgan Freeman, or I don't know. Uh, or, <laughs> Most or, or, of your or maybe just is based like off of Evan Almighty. Yeah, exactly. I assume God would just say like gross, weird, insidery shit to everybody. Yeah, John, right? nice yeah. stroke. And <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like, "Thanks, God." Yeah, guys, what's up? And maybe, everybody's like, "Maybe he just like looks at me. He's like, watch your step or something." He's like, "You trip a lot." Yeah, I'm just like you're clumsy as fuck. Be he's, careful. He's like, "Oh, it's you again." God's yeah. a bro. You're met? clumsy yeah. as fuck. <laughs> I can see it. I look at the world and I'm like, God feels like a bro. Yeah. Well, sometimes things happen to you. And you're just like, if God is real, he's laughing so hard. Yeah. Like, so hard. Yeah. So. If God's real, he's a real, uh, 
Yeah. He's a, he's a dick. <laughs> he's a <laughs> real biggest. dick. Yeah. So, Shireen, we have two more things. Okay. And they're very important. They're very important. Okay. But one is more important. One's more important than the other. Than the other. Okay. First, first off, okay. what would you like to plug? And secondly, secondly, mm-hmm. where's your favorite place to eat? Doesn't have to be in LA. It can anywhere. be anywhere, anywhere in the world. I think my favorite place to eat is probably my mom's house. Oh, that's great. My mom is the best. Will your mom cook for other people? Yeah, she's the best cook. (laughs) She makes delicious Arabic Syrian food. And um, so I'm not kidding. I will. I would love that. Yeah, (laughs) let's all just have a video game potluck where not potluck video game dinner party where my mom just makes some dinner. You guys can come over. We'll play some video games. That sounds fantastic. We'll cry about how they do this because we will definitely do this. Yeah. Um, and I think she still thinks we're kidding. No, she's thinking I'm we're not kidding. I mean, San I Diego is close. Yeah, I don't want to just offer my mom up. Just I want to ask her first. <laughs> uh, and I think I, get, I might as well plug uh, my podcast. It's yeah. pretty ambiguous. Uh, I, I host it with my friend Anna, and it's on House of Forks, and um, we talk about uh, being children of, of Middle Eastern parents and immigrants and. Um, we bring on some cool guests that are also immigrants or, or minorities, and we talk about their stories. And well, we definitely talk about politics a lot, but um, it's ethnically ambiguous, and it's a big, fun time. And I don't think there's anything else like it out there, which is exciting for me. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah definitely also, check out that podcast. Yeah, and I'm also working on some short films and music videos. Oh, cool. And nice. so um, that's something I'm always doing, my main thing. And then, um, yeah, so you can hit me up, and I'm... On Instagram at Shiro Hero, uh, it's S H E E R O, and then Hero, and then you can like follow me around on social media, not in person. <laughs> not stalking. Don't follow her around That's in awesome. person. Yeah, it's um, a fun time. I want to say I just want to get into one little Assassin's Creed now oh, before Jesus we finish Christ. up. Right, here's it's the thing. Sixty minutes, and here's why. Sixty minutes just now. Go ahead. And here's why I want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Because we're at the end of the podcast, yes. and I want to ask, did you think the end to the first Assassin's Creed was a little bit bullshit? It was 100% bullshit. <laughs> it was a big letdown. I didn't like it. Um, because it was like a big buildup and a really sci-fi, and then it was just like, done. Yeah. And I was like, what? With no explanation. No. They introduce an entirely like new thing that just happens. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. And then and the then, credits roll. And then the credits roll and then you're like, oh, I guess I have to play the second one to understand it. But nope, the second we, one is completely different. We, we need to do this with every single game we do here from now on, which is like, Assassin's Creed, first one, great. Before we end the show, this game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was a little jarring. That's all. It was a little jarring, and it was it was annoying because the second one didn't offer any explanation. Yep, it was right. just like a new story, a new character. We paid Kristen Bell more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But what was the blood on the wall? Shut up. Don't Shut ask up, questions. Don't that ask was, questions. It was in my mind for months, for weeks. I yep. was like, what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> I looked up so many like like little wikis about it. Nothing. Just whatever. Nothing. Nothing at Nothing. all. Nothing. It meant you bought Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> yep, and, and I still was confused. I still was confused, but no, the, the it was. Uh, it's a great old game, and yep. if you haven't played it, you should play it. Ninety-nine percent great, one percent what the fuck. <laughs> Assassin's yeah. Creed. Check that game yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Shireen, thank you so thank much you for so being much here. Thanks for been having fantastic. me. It's, it's been so fun. Come back and talk about more games. I would yeah. love that. Sure. I would love that. We could talk about some, uh, maybe some Sonic or some Always some down. Mega Man. Which so... oh God, I'll talk about Mega Man too all fucking I day. I love Mega Man. Mega Man love coming Mega back. Man. Yeah, Man, come back, Jesse. Yeah, you're coming back, Keith. Shireen. Shireen. Keith again. Keith again. Keith again. Jesse, Jesse again. Jesse. Shireen. Keith. Shireen once more. Keith. 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 Shireen. 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 Shireen.